Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Do you feel the, do you feel the gritty... The grittiness heat of... Heat of, of the desert. Of the desert. That is <laughs> Lent, Ray. We are in Lent. Yes, I feel the, the yeah, sand on my yeah. toes. And hot sand in your toes, hot sand everywhere. Everywhere, man. All up in the spaces and places that you <laughs> might not be used to. But it's there. We're just getting started on this Lent. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I, I had a great Fat Monday and, of course, a Fat Tuesday. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> fat, wow. fat Monday? What's that? You never heard of Fat Monday? Yeah, it's, uh, it's no. right next to Fat Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday we fast in Lent. <laughs> And every Monday is a Fat Monday. Every Monday is a Fat Monday. That's that's just it. how it goes, right? I was trying. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was trying to explain to some young people who were not familiar with the Catholic faith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fat, what is Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras? And and then so I was explaining it, and then a person raised their hand and said, "Well, yeah, Mardi Gras means Tuesday fat." <laughs> Mm. The, so it's French. <laughs> it's French, Mr. Petulant. That's right. It's a I language. Know, okay. It's different well, ways you of saying it, right? It's that different language. Yeah. There you go, language. <laughs> Speaking of language, in this language, we say thank you for tuning into the Fatherhood Arise podcast. If this is your first time, awesome. We're so happy to have you. You've done the right thing this Lent. You fasted from good taste and joined us so thank you and if you've been with us for a long time we appreciate you thanks so much for listening uh we do this because we are so inspired by all those dads out there that are trying to live that life and um and we appreciate you and we love you so thanks to all our listeners Mm -hmm. we hope that you're having a great lent yeah man we celebrate good dads here of course you know we got to celebrate the good dads so Sit back and relax. Yeah, that's right. So, how do we celebrate good dads? Well, you know, when a when a good dad sits down with another good dad, they often tell stories. Is that right, Ray? That's right, and that's what we do here. That's our usual. Yeah. Just and tell so, stories, right? Yeah. But we're so happy that um, we're on the air, and uh, and we got listeners. <laughs> and hey, if you're happy too that you're enjoying what you're hearing, then give us a review. Hey, go to that Apple Podcast app. Go to that Spotify and drop a review for us. We would love to hear from you. That makes all the difference in the world, especially this Lent. What what if what if that was your Lenten sacrifice? To rate podcasts. Hey, yeah, that hey, that's a thought. That's something. There's a lot of uh, great podcasts out there, great Catholic podcasts out there. So that'd be something, dude. That would be a thing, right? To to go ahead and listen to all these different podcasts and and drop a good rating go. here and there, right? That'd be, dude, that'd be awesome. And hey, how about you start with a good rating for our podcast, the Fatherhood Rise podcast? Start here. Let's start here. There you that's go. Right. 
Well, nice. uh, thank, well, thanks in advance for your Lenten sacrifice. We salute you. And uh, in the first part, uh, the first segment of the show, then we do what is called Dad Lent. Uh, See what I did there, Ray? Nice. Well done, well done. So it's sometimes called Dad Vent, but it's the real life stories of dads. It is, man. This is some real life dads. And we're going to tell some real life stories. Are you ready? I am ready. I can't wait to hear your story. Okay. So, Ray, this is this is a topic that's come up before, but it's hard to make friends. <laughs> yeah. As adults. It is. It's hard to make friends. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel super popular. I feel super wait, super what? popular what you, what, because wait what what do you what do you mean by that you you're making friends some friends called me ah, okay. and wanted to hang out some old friends that you made already out of the blue out of the blue now you're totally out. random okay just kind of like out there and said hey sh- let's go grab a beer oh man well that's that sounds exciting man just just that one liner uh yeah sign me up anyway go on go and on so. I hung out with a friend, listener to the podcast. Shout out to shout out to my guy Rob. Yo, what's up, Rob? And we stayed out late. Oh, how late, man? How late? Too late. Oh, we were like out past eleven, dude. Man, you're you're not a youngin. Dang, man, living out this popular life, huh? You you are popular, huh? Yeah, and then I'm going out. I'm going out on Thursday when this drops. You're crazy, man. I don't know how you're doing it. You're crazy. Hey, dude, maybe that's my Lenten sacrifice. Make some friends. Hang out with friends. Man, I don't even know how that that even feels. How, how do you go about doing that? I mean, you, do you plan it like a month ahead or what? Yeah, man, it's super fun, actually. I was like, I forgot. I forgot what it's like to hang out with friends. <laughs> And I talked to a friend on the phone driving home today. Man. Now I'm hanging out with you. Friends galore, man. You, you just friending it up. You're like a super friend right now. Super friend? Yeah. I'm also super busy. <laughs> like this has been this is a but we'll get into that later, but yeah, man, it's been it's been actually pretty cool and um I appreciate that. You know, it's hard. It's hard to make time for friends. It's hard to make time, you know, we got, we got jobs, we got shuttling kids around, kids activities, family time, extended family time, and then where's your personal time, and then where's your friend time? So, I, I wonder if, if, if the other dads can relate to that. So, really grateful when there are opportunities to, to like, hang out with a friend, and so, super happy about that, and um, that's my story. Yeah, dude. Uh, th- thanks for bringing that up, because that is that is important. That's a a great part of of uh, of celebrating good dads. I mean, we need those times. We need some time to unwind, some time to just hang out with the boys, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, jump on those moments when you when you get invited to hang out. That's seldom for me, but hey. Definitely um, an important aspect of of fatherhood of, of life in general. Just to again hang out with just friends. 
That's super important. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to um, to the good yeah, times, to, to the good friends though, too. Yeah. yeah though yeah. you know maybe like during Lent, I'm gonna cut back on that beer and whatnot. But <laughs> <laughs> but hey, every once in a while, actually, you know, it was funny. I was hanging out with a person. I won't call them out now because mm. I've had like numerous. My wife was like, "Wow, you're dating," <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with hanging out with friends. <laughs> And uh, one of the guys I was hanging out with, um, it was doing the Exodus 90, oh, but then we were out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were out, hanging out. And, no uh, alcohol, right, Durnet? Yeah. And so I was like, well, you're going you gonna to bust your, your 90 <laughs> to hang out with me? Oh, man. Yeah, and he like totally like broke all his yeah, stuff, man. but I think it was worth it. I tried to make it worth it. <laughs> tried to make it worth it. So there you go. Yeah, Dude, I'm happy for you. Good man. times, man. Yeah. All right. Well, here's my story. It's it's um. I'll share two quick ones. It's not really a dad vent this time around. It's just uh, the joys of of fatherhood. Um, my little daughter, she's what five months now. My goodness, I just feel the love from her. It's one of those things where you know, like she just gives you a look and she smiles. I, again, I just feel that love. You know, I've been I've been telling you this story where I, I feel like I'm, you know, uh, not not feeling so well and I'm just walking around the house dragging my feet. And then I, I just keep muttering those those words of nobody believes me and that I'm sick. Nobody believes me kind of a pity party. Well, when it comes to Rosie, my youngest, my little daughter, five year five, five month old daughter, I see here in her eyes that she believes me. She believes anything I say. And she just smiles at me and I just I just feel the love from her, man. It's <laughs> it's wonderful. I love it. Uh that's incredible. Yeah, that's my God Rosie. bless you, Rosie. Yeah, and then okay, the second one is um about my eldest, Gabriel. He has been going and attending um uh, a youth group, a youth ministry in our parish. They've been doing a alpha mm. alpha youth in our parish. And it's it's his idea. I'm not the one kind of pushing him, I'm not the one making him go. He's actually the one that reminds us every every uh what is it every wednesday or so that uh, he has to go and and he needs to be dropped off and he needs to be picked up and here's the thing i know that gabriel's very similar to me he doesn't like hanging out with people (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i mean i i love people but uh you know he's an introvert so he i know this isn't um something that he enjoys doing but somehow some way he's he wants to go and he he chooses to go so it was just yeah. a touching moment today. I was waiting in the parking lot, and he texts me. He has a, a phone to use whenever he, he goes out, either to practice basketball or, or this youth group thing. And he texts me. He's like, Dad, I'm going to be late for a little bit because um, I volunteered to clean up the church after. So I'll, I'll be out in you know 10 minutes or so. And I'm like, good choice, son. I'm proud of you. And, and wow. it just gave me that joy in my heart that... Uh, He's he's a he's a good kid. Wow. So what's the name of the girl that's uh, uh keeping him in? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean it, it's not cuz I I asked them too cuz I was actually curious as well. Is there is there somebody that you know that you have a crush on? But no, no, it, it's not about that uh for him. And you know, we have a chat afterwards and and uh, I I check up on what he learned and who he hung out with I, and i know he's got a, a a few uh friends that he does like to hang out with but yeah man there's something there i i 
I'm still trying to figure it out. I I don't exactly know what it is, but yeah, he it's he's it's it's pulling him to continue. It's pulling him to make sure that he's always there, and that, that's kind of a, a a great feeling for a father that he's actually choosing that. Yeah, maybe he's finding something there that is not available in the world. You know what I mean? That there's there's kind of like he can get away from his life in some ways and then belong to a supportive community and uh, hear God's word. And that's it. That's totally what we are desperate for. That's totally what we need. Yeah, man. And I think it's in, it's in our hearts. And I actually didn't think about that because, yeah, in a sense, it's his time. It's his solo time to just be. And, you know, he's always surrounded by his siblings. So maybe this is a time to kind of retreat, which actually brings us to the topic at hand, the topic of this episode. Retreat. time and we crave that time so let's go ahead and get started what, what exactly is retreats you know it's such a familiar word to us for those who have grown up in youth ministry but at the same time what exactly does it mean man yeah so that's wild so it's a cool cool topic because i really see lent as a retreat this 40-day retreat now ray in in my day job i've said this multiple times but I'm a, I'm a teacher, I'm a director of campus ministry, and this month, I have a retreat every week, starting last week, and now, going through, I got a retreat every week, bro. It's incredible. This is the busiest season. March is just completely slammed, and I was March looking- Madness, huh? And it, I mean, do you have to be on all the time? On some level, yeah. So uh, we always, I mean, on retreats, yeah, there's there's a team. But like on retreat, there is a sense of being on, especially when you're a leader um, or a supervisor. But on another, on the other hand, the retreats are unique because uh, retreats are, like we said earlier, kind of moments to get away from your regular life, kind of moments to... Um, pause from the mundanity or, or from the insanity of what's going on and take a step back and take a, take kind of the, the daily grind aspect out of your life and then find some quiet, find some peace, do some reflection and when you do that, then, like we've said before, then you can hear God's voice, right? In the in the often busy, loud, crowded spaces that we inhabit, it's often hard to hear God's voice. But when we go on retreat, then we can experience that and have clearer purpose yeah definitely um something important for us to discuss to talk about to encourage also especially during this 40 days the first time it was explained to me this whole retreat thing in it, it, it was in this way uh you, you know I, I i one of my favorite movies is uh uh, brave hearts and it, the, the this person that explained it to me when i was uh, a youth said you know this is kind of 
uh, a retreat is kind of like that when where somebody on the other side, you know, during war, during this gory war, everyone's kind of, you know, in, in the midst of, of uh, being wounded or attacking or being defensive. Someone yells out on the other side, on your side, and, say, and says, retreat! And that's a moment where everybody stops and goes back to their corner and assesses what's going on. What's happening? Uh, where am I wounded? How am I doing? How can I advance? All those things. So I, the way I saw retreat is that someone yelling out that word retreat and just going back and, and again, uh, assessing uh, where they are in their journey and uh, where they're heading and how can they continue on in their journey. Yeah, that's that's great. I tend not to use the kind of the language of violence for that, but but it makes a lot of sense cuz there is a set there is a sense of regrouping, right? That take stock, you know, assess. Yeah, like I like how you said that. See where you're wounded. You really got to uh, you can't in the in the the heat of the battle. Yeah, yeah. You don't really do that. You go forward, advancing, right? The doing. Right. And, and I mean, that's kind of the natural, quote unquote, natural thing to do is continue on advancing. But we need to really carve out that time to really assess and, of course, listen to where the spirit is leading you. Right. Because then you know how then you can yeah. move forward. That's right. That's right. In the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, even, okay, even interesting, as you said that, um, the whole business with Ukraine, that uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine, and Pope Francis called March 2nd a day of uh, international fasting and prayer for peace. And he says, what do we, I'm going to paraphrase, but he said, what do we, how do we answer to uh, the strength of arms with the weakness of prayer? Yeah, how do we how do we answer the strength of arms with the weakness of prayer? That in fact that prayer is like what seems so weak. Like to retreat seems so weak in a war. But that is the strength that allows God to move, right? In 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 us and through us. And actually how would ever how would ever a a world change or a or um, a nation to cease with more with more war with more violence with more pain uh, is that how we move our children with more violence and more pain to to bend them to our will or or is it through our weakness through our vulnerability through our care amen man that that's a that's like a shocker of a of a statement. Right, it's just so countercultural, to, uh, and um, yeah, and and so, it, th- how do we how do we answer this in this Lenten journey? Right, like we're gonna be here for forty days, mm-hmm. and I can already kind of imagine the world's a mess. <laughs> like we don't have to look too far to discover things are messy, and quite bad, uh, you know, in, in, in some respects yeah. and we can list them, you know, there's a war, international war. God. I, I couldn't imagine, dude, I could not imagine that we'd ever go to war. 
I thought we were past that, but we're not past our sin. Right. And then, and then the economy is tanking, you know, and then, and then the morality is kind of flushed down the toilet and, and we're stressed and anxious and there's a lot going on. And, and we can go on and on from the micro level to the macro level. And yeah. And so what do we do? Well, we could take some drinks or we could retreat. Right. We could use this. Yeah, we could use this moment of time, this moment in history to say, you know what? I'm going to retreat. I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to listen to the invitation of the desert. And I'm going to enter in and feel the hot sand. Oh my gosh, yeah. In all the places. I'm feeling this, man. I'm feeling the the whole invitation. This is this is an invitation and it's going to start with that. Okay, so it needs to start with 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 something simple. And for me, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and declare it. I, I need I need to retreat back. I need to yell out that word retreat and look at myself and see where I'm wounded and see where the Holy Spirit is is leading me and my family. So for this Lenten, can I can I say this? Uh, I'll go ahead and just say it. for this Lenten retreat, for this Lenten journey, I'm gonna start with this. That uh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna wake up early. And I know maybe it's not too early, but uh, I'm, I'm, I usually do set the alarm at six, but I, I just press snooze all the time anyway. <laughs> but this time around, I'm going to set my alarm at 6 a.m., wake up at six and pray and just get on my knees and just pray and be consistent with that. How, how does all right. that sound? There it is. Ray, mm, yeah. right now, right yeah. now. Set your alarm right now. <laughs> grab it. No, no, I'm watching you. Okay, okay, okay. Grab, right. grab your alarm. See, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll you can se- do it. I'll set it. You can do it. I'll fill it in. You're not doing it. I'll, I'll that's, easily. That's some, that's some messing around. I could easily just no, just no, put right now. Right? Set, set the alarm. <laughs> Go ahead. So I, there it is. Okay, so while Ray is setting his alarm, <laughs> while Ray is setting his alarm for 6 a.m., I wake up at 6 a.m. every day. See I, see, I don't have to. That is not a thing. That's not hard. Sure, sure, Guy, sure, sure. Honestly, that's not hard. It isn't. That's not hard. Pick something else. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to diminish what you're doing. So what you're saying is you're going to uh, you're going to um, step out out of your comfort zone to do something great. You're going to give up a good to discover a great. That's right. And uh, be consistent. That's what Lent's all about. That's what these retreats are. Mm. It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible for us in our in our daily experience to in, encounter God. We need those mountaintop moments. There is a reason why Jesus would preach on the mountaintops because people want to go there. Like they need it. They need that experience of greatness. There's a reason why Jesus revealed himself in the transfiguration to uh, Peter, James, and John. Because they needed to see him. They needed to experience that glory. And there, you can't live on a mountaintop forever, and you can't live on a retreat forever, but you need the moments to fuel you and, uh, and to be inspired so that you can face the day. You know, Jesus also retreated. He retreated often. He retreated from the world. 
he got away from the crowds, right? He, like, the the gospels often tell us that Jesus, the the crowds were pressing in on Jesus. There are accounts where, you know, power actually is just flying out of them as people are grabbing at him. Can you imagine, right? Like you've been in a crowded place. You used to be, you know, you work in the city and walking down the street, there's all these people. And you can just imagine like that, the kind of claustrophobia that of that kind of the pressing in of people. And Jesus said, I have to get away. Now he was like you. He chose the morning, right? And so the gospels are pretty clear that Jesus would often retreat in the mornings and he'd get away from the crowd and he would find a time to pray by himself, even away from his friends. And then that, that experience, that encounter with his loving father would give him the strength to go and do the work that he was called to do, that he was uniquely made to do. And if we are going to do what we're called to do, then we better make some time like Jesus to do that. Now, earlier in the show, you said, how do you do that? You know, when we were young, Ray, we would go on retreat all the time. And here I am again, going on retreat all the time as an old man, but I'm in a different capacity than, you know, when I was just a participant or, or serving as a, in a, as a leader. There's, there's more to it now, but the, that begs a great question is how do you do it now? What, what could that look like now? Probably a lot of our listeners have been on retreats in their life. And if you think back, listener, think back to a retreat that was meaningful to you, where you experienced something good, where you experienced God's loving presence. Can you see it? Bring us to jump in the time machine and go all the way back and then be there again. See it again. What would what did the room look like? Who were the people that were there? Do you see those people now? Mm. Like that was a thing and it was real and it was true. That's right. But we were young back then. So how do you do that now? So I throw the question back to you, Ray. What? How do you do it now? How can you do it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's different now. We're in a different phase of life. And we have to bring that in as well to our retreat. We have to be in, intentional in, in making this and really carving this out in our schedule. But first, we need to see the importance of it. And hopefully, we do. We have to declare that this is important for us to yell out the word retreats. And actually, <clears throat> I um, I remember back in what, maybe like earlier in the pandemic, maybe late 2020 or... or uh, uh, early 2021, uh, a good friend of mine. She's a young adult. Um, she just felt like she she was in a dis, in this uh, phase of discernment. She wants to discern where God is calling her in her phase of life, and so she made a retreat for herself. She she designed it in a way of like, I mean, we were far from each other, but she had talks, she had sessions, and she retreated back, and basically she just invited like. A, a few of her uh, good people that she looks up to to give a talk, a, a session, in a sense. And she, you know, she called me up out of nowhere and she's like, "Hey Ray, can you can you give me a talk about?" You know, she gave me a theme. 
I forgot what it was, pers- perseverance or something like that. And then just open it up and see and and just ask me what what is God speaking to in your hearts? Where where is God leading you, especially with this theme of perseverance? And we just talked. Um, you know, she scheduled it, and we just talked for what maybe like. 15 minutes or so and and she was in her car and and we just chatted get just caught up and and that was her session one for her uh for her retreat for her discernment retreat and it's that's something simple that we could do you know you can call some people call priest friend maybe call um uh, any trusted trusted folks that, that you have in your life have that little retreat, have that talk, and then go yeah. into maybe, you know, to church and just reflect on it, go to mass, things like that. You know, it's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea for Len. Pick one person every week, even, it, it, and it serves multiple purposes. Not that we need to multitask or we have to double stack these things, but it does serve the purpose of connecting which I think is also a key piece of the retreat. You know, there, yeah, we want to belong to community. We want to uh, understand that we are part of a whole, um, not a H O L E, but a W H O L E, right? That that we that we are we're part of something. And how do we do that? Well, we got to connect to others to do that. And and maybe even hearing their story, we hear the wisdom that's out there that God is making available for us. So I love that. I'm going to do that too. Mm. I'm, I'm going to commit to that. So here, my, here I go, okay. laying uh-huh. it down. Uh-oh. I'm going to, every week, I'm going to reach out to a different person and I'm going to ask for a retreat. There I'm going to ask them to give me a... Now I'm I have a shorter uh, span of um, attention, so I'm gonna ask for a 15 minuter at least. Yeah, like just hey, yeah, um, yeah, anything yeah. you want to say, anything that's on your heart, and uh, a new person every week. And I might be reaching back there you go. into the into the wayback machine uh-huh. um, to find some find some folks that I haven't talked Ooh, to. The little the little black. Now I threw that one away, man. I threw that one away. <laughs> Yeah, that you sure I might have buried it <laughs> and then put a tree over it. Oh man, you know, the I think about this all the time, and maybe, maybe another time we'll like really get dig deep into the giving up of stuff or whatnot, but of Lent. But I, a, I have a friend who's a Catholic priest who I'll probably hit up to give me a talk. And, uh, for my, my Lenten retreat and, and he said, every time he gives during Lent, he said, I'm giving up basketball, watching basketball on Tuesdays. Mm. Wait, what? That's and it? like, that's it. <laughs> what about all the other days? He says, look, Iris, Lent isn't about killing yourself. <laughs> right. There is a sense of, you got to know, you got to know who you are. And what you're about and what's going on to know what to give up, right? You can't, you can't take on someone else's. Now here, here I go. I just took on your challenge, but we can't just parrot somebody else's thing. We got to do something that's meaningful. Yeah. To you. And I really encourage this Lent that each, each person who's listening today, 
really discover like what's what's something personal? What is God inviting me to to go on to this retreat? Because in when when I take students on a retreat, they are not allowed to bring their phones. We will not watch TV. They will not have access to social media. They will sleep in a different bed. They're going to be surrounded by different people, eating different food. It just totally jolts you out of your regular life for a day, two days, three days. Now, in the on the most practical level, how in Lent that's the same. It's the same invitation. How how what can you do to kind of shed what's not necessary? but good to discover what's great. And so really, really take that into heart. Um, Ray and I are doing it and we're not the first, we didn't invent this. This is, this is the great invitation that God has given us through the church to, to enter into this holy season and, and discover the greatness that is God. And his invitation, his loving invitation to each one of us. So with that, everybody listening, um, really think about it and let's pray. Let's pray about it. There's a lot, there's a lot to pray about. There's a lot of things in the world, you know, these major issues, but also, but also there's things in your own life, things that you're struggling with, things that you've been thinking about, maybe floating around, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to say, this, this ain't it. I gotta, I gotta make a change and I'm ready. So I'll really take that seriously. Um, and so let's lift this all up to God in prayer in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen. Loving God, we thank you for the gift of our lives and the gift of this holy season of Lent as your spirit moved among the waters at creation. We pray that your spirit move over us in this desert season, that you stir up this insight, this wisdom, this inspiration. Give us courage to face what the desert brings us and allow us to be transformed and strengthened. As the word retreat is yelled in our lives and in our hearts, May we take this time seriously, this Lenten season, to regroup, to refresh, to refocus, so that we might do what you call us to do. As Jesus entered the desert, we follow him. May we always be with him, and may he always be with us. Be with us and bless us and our world. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph. Pray for us. Pray for us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks for the reflection. Thanks for the conversation. And thanks for the prayer. I mean, that it just boils down to that. Like, what am I to leave behind to continue to follow Jesus? What am I to pick up to continue to follow Jesus in this 40 days of Lent? So there it is, folks. I know you're going to be busy this whole month, Iris. Uh, you know, with all these retreats. Yeah. So what else have you been up to, man? 
Oh man, I never got to unboxing my <laughs> my my new thing, but I'm gonna try and find some time this week to do it. So peep out my Instagram at called to rise to find it. Um, I'm doing stuff there. I'm playing music a lot, um, and uh, I'll put out some of those events too on my social media if you are in the area and you want to check that out. Lots of prayerful opportunities coming up. Um, so at called to rise or check out my website called to rise how about you ray yeah dude continue to follow us on our social media platforms facebook twitter and on instagram at fatherhood arise hey keep those questions coming one of these days we're going to be doing the uh, listeners questions so keep those questions coming email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com again that's fatherhoodarise at gmail.com and do visit us on our website fatherhoodarise.com happy lenten journey everybody happy lent and stay tuned for the last segment which is dad jokes that's right dad jokes or or bail out bail out right now because it's <laughs> gonna be a lot of hullabaloo All after the, the dark so the fun begins <laughs> thanks a lot everybody happy lent peace peace We've been talking. We've been talking about retreats, mm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, retreats. Uh-huh. <laughs> hold on. Oh, <laughs> Try to put this together. Jesus was given some candy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he didn't want it, so he gave it away. Gave it away to one of his apostles, mm-hmm. and uh, the apostle said, "Thanks for this retreat." Ah, uh, because uh, it's, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a treat again. There it is. There's a retreat. <laughs> he he had it. Okay, so the disciple had <laughs> had the the disciple. Jesus gave gave a. <laughs> The woman at the well gave Jesus a piece of candy that he didn't want. So later on, this is he it. went away with a friend and he gave him that candy and it was a good retreat. Okay. I'll connect. Boom. There it is. There. There you go. More polished. Yeah. There. More polished. All right. Okay. My turn. Let me see this. Um, what's uh, what's Jesus's favorite soup to eat during uh during the 40 days fast lentil soup lentil soup <laughs> no okay. there it is i genuinely i genuinely laughed thanks I think. because you're trying <laughs> what does ray call fat tuesday what does break um i just said regular tuesday probably right yeah that's that's a joke tuesday i knew it yeah <laughs> regular tuesday was that insulting a little bit man i'm sorry stings stings a little stings maybe i should be nice for lent Mm, that's a thought yeah yeah go do a lent do a lent dad joke okay okay uh okay so a dad was telling his kids uh, a long joke during lent during lent lenten season 
he was telling his kids a, a long joke and his kids complain at the end and says dad that joke was too lengthy <laughs> what lengthy like too len- you know, lengthy lengthy like lengthy yeah Leng- like long yeah. lengthy <laughs> but no no lengthy 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 uh-huh. yeah yeah okay all right all right yeah i, w- I w- I wanted you to go slower. Yeah, I wanted you to go slower in that joke, but I know that you're fasting. <laughs> That's a good one, fasting, because it's Lent fasting. What's uh okay? What what's uh what did Jesus wear at, at the desert what? when he was in a in the desert for forty days? He was wearing sneakers because he was a uh, fasting. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> okay. Damn, that's uh, I'm I'm done, man. That's all. That's all the jokes I got. The best one was the Dude, that's one. the worst one. Lenty? <laughs> Lenty. That's best one. Leng- lengthy. L- Lenty. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Lenty. Do you know what Lent means? What does it mean? To borrow. Wow. That's right. <laughs> it does. It totally does. That's a good one. That's a dad joke. There it is. What did Jesus drink in the desert? Lenty. <laughs> Lenty. Lenty. Oh, uh, that's that's terrible, man. That is oh. terrible. <laughs> See, but it's stuck. It's stuck. All Lenty. right, that's it. No more. <laughs> okay, all right. No more. Peace. Peace.